Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. KSL News Time 445. The three things you need to know this hour first. After a lot of snow we've seen throughout the winter, it can be hard for avalanche crews to know when they've done enough to ensure safety. Crews have to create avalanches until they deem enough has fallen. Once cleared, the canyons reopen. I'm KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard Bell. Second, Salt Lake County Search and Rescue is making sure no one got caught in an avalanche in Big Cottonwood this afternoon. They believe that nobody got caught up in it. It happened near Donut Falls. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. A slow drive southbound I-15 from Murray to 90th South Sandy and a crash in Weber County. It involves multiple vehicles and now westbound 21st Street is blocked at northbound I-15. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Partly cloudy skies tonight, but another small storm tomorrow. I'm Kevin Eubank. 37 degrees now. KSL's top national stories from ABC News. Part of the reason a man's under arrest after his United Airlines flight landed safely at Boston's Logan Airport is this. Pilot radio from Broadcastify. Uh, attempted uh, opening of a external door, emergency door. Court documents say he stabbed a flight attendant with a broken spoon handle. Others in the plane tackled him. The situation could have been worse at the Saturday train derailment in Springfield, Ohio, says County Health Commissioner Charles Patterson. There were other cars with hazardous materials on them, uh, but as they were not affected by the derailment, uh, we do not have a situation at this time. Mexico says it's working on this. We are closely following the assault and kidnapping of four U.S. citizens uh, in Matamorosa, Mexico. Uh, these sorts of attacks are unacceptable. White House spokesperson Karine Jean-Pierre. The number of people arrested in the January 6th attack on the Capitol is now 1,000, says the Justice Department, and many have pled guilty. Chuck Sievertson, ABC. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Now the in-depth on KSL, people who live in Eagle Mountain have been sharing emails and social media posts, concerned that their water tastes different. Tyler Maffitt with the city says it might be because they switched the water supply from one well to another. Eagle Mountain City typically sources its water during wintertime from well number one. Uh, we do this because uh, demand for usage is down when people aren't watering their lawns. Uh, well number one is uh, down for maintenance right now. So in order to accommodate uh, the difference, we switched over to well number five. Uh, well number five is, uh, has a difference in uh, both uh, taste and, and smell, and uh, that is eliciting a response from some residents that there may be something uh, potentially wrong with the water. Our testing uh, regularly has indicated since February 27th, uh, when that switch was made, that the water is safe to consume, but it, uh, it does have a, a difference of, uh, of flavor, and I think that's what residents are noticing right now. Yeah, but some people have been complaining their pets are refusing to drink the water. 
others are complaining about digestive issues. I can't speak to anecdotal evidence of uh, of anything involving pets or uh, or involving um, you know anecdotal gastrointestinal issues. I mean, this is cold and flu season. Uh, what I can tell you is that um, uh, you know, according to our tests, uh, which are performed you know up to fifty times per month in different sections of Eagle Mountain and is required by the state of Utah and according to our own standards, um, I can tell you that those levels have all come back that the uh, that the water is safe. Tyler Maffitt says the city has taken all steps it's deemed necessary to make sure the water is safe to drink, as it does throughout the year. We want to reassure residents that we do regular testing throughout the year to ensure the safety of our water supply. Not only do we take it seriously, but the state of Utah takes it really seriously as well. And we can reassure residents that just based on how these regulations and oversight processes work, that if there is a problem, both Eagle Mountain City and the state of Utah would know well before residents were ever to notice. And we would have taken strong action to mitigate those concerns. Not only that, but we would have provided substantial notice to residents to ensure that they weren't consuming drinking water that could have potentially been deemed unsafe. Luckily, that is not the case in this instance. What we do want to communicate to residents is that we are taking it seriously. We're scrutinizing ourselves internally and double-checking our test results. We're making sure that uh, everything is in alignment. And not only that, but we're trying to communicate to the best of our ability and treat resident concerns seriously. When residents feel that their concerns are being dismissed, that's not a good thing. And we want to make sure that their questions are answered so that they have some confidence that what they're drinking is safe. Still, there's a bit of a buzz on social media about people who are going to move over to bottled water that was eagle mountain city spokesperson tyler maffitt we thank him for joining us two years ago americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport she was tear gassed and beaten images of thousands desperate to escape taliban oppression filled our news feeds more than eighty thousand afghans made it to america but the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.